Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning. Welcome to The Truth with Bill. Hi everyone, and thanks for joining me. I was once interviewing a man for a job, and our interview turned into something unexpected. As we went through the process, it soon became clear that this man was a devout Christian. He began to tell me a story of how he was injured and could not work to support his family. His wife kept pushing him to go to her church, and I was given the impression that he was not as involved as she. On the verge of giving up, addicted to pain pills and still in pain, he decided to listen to his wife. He told me that something miraculous happened. Walking into church, he could barely walk, but once inside, he began to feel better. He said he experienced wave after wave of sheer goodness. When he got home, he told himself that he'd give up the pills and put all of his faith into God. He no longer needed the pills because he no longer felt in pain. He said he had rough days, but it was nothing that needed to refuel his addiction, and he could walk without assistance, which was something he had not done for many years. As he ended his story, I felt compelled to share some of the unexplainable events that I have experienced, but it was difficult for me to share, and I believe this man had sensed it. He said something to me that I'll never forget. He said, quote, it is sharing our experiences that strengthen our connection to God. I took his advice and shared. Lately, I've had an interest in NDEs or near-death experiences and OBEs, out-of-body experiences. They seem to go hand in hand. Over the past few months, I've listened to one a day, usually during my commute to work. There are several commonalities that people experience. One of the main components that happens to everyone is this feeling of love that cannot be defined into words. Most people who experience an NDE agree that there are no words for the amount of love they feel. They experience this love from God, Jesus, a white light. There are a number of common ways that people describe it, but all agree that there is nothing on earth that compares to it. Nothing. To the point that the individual does not wish to come back. Those that do come back usually suffer from some form of depression. And this depression is cured when they begin to live their lives in line with what they've experienced during their NDE. And not all NDEers have this effect of depression. Those that do not seem to have a clear understanding of what transpired. There are many NDEers that discuss receiving a, quote, download of knowledge. And this knowledge is not accessible to them right away. The individual needs to understand some things before the download becomes known. There are two things that are for certain for each in the ear, and one is that they are changed for life, and two is that when they come back, they come back with a message. And the message usually comes from God, or some form of God that they experience, and the message is this, that we all need to love one another, and they are asked to share this with everyone. Loving one another seems easy, but it is dependent on how you view yourself. From the very beginning of your life, this world tells you that you are your brain and then reinforces itself and reinforces itself until your true identity seems fictitious. We are souls having a human experience. Some India ears have said that this realm is the hardest and is the only one where we are this detached from God. Some have supported that claim that stating that upon death they are greeted by friends and family and it's a celebration. A celebration because they get to experience one another again, but also because this plane on earth is the most difficult. We have the ability to view others without judgment. 
When we see others self-identifying with the brain, we could play out how love injected can cure. Every human who thinks their situation is so bad that they act out negatively can be cured with love. It is literally that simple. Imagine you in your worst moment, your most painful moment where you're most angry or upset, and the one person that you love the most in this world is there and gives you a hug and comforts you. That love fixes it all. It seems as if our bodies are able to experience that love, are made to experience that love. We see it with children that are crying when the parents hug the baby. So the first step is to know who you are. And what this man had told me, it was correct. It is sharing our experiences that strengthen our connection with God. Those experiences do the opposite to this world tells us what we are. Those experiences reinforce our true self, the self we should identify with. And how different would the human experience be if we all understood that we are souls having a human experience? One of the best practices I've adopted in this life is living guilt-free. We all make mistakes in life, but if you know it's a mistake and most importantly will not do the mistake again, how can you feel guilty about it? It's done and over with. If the circumstances presented themselves the same way it did before, you wouldn't do it again because you know it is wrong. It is about learning. If it were about being perfect, you would not be here. You cannot be guilt-free without forgiveness. Forgiveness is not just, I forgive and it's blown away with the breeze. Forgiveness is understanding. It is understanding how the brain has created the self-identification with itself and has become the I. Our first task, know who and what we are. Understand that we are here to learn and through our learning grow. We should never feel guilty for a mistake that we will correct if placed in the same situation. We should forgive others as God forgives us so easily. And because we are the same as the divine, we could share the divine's love with one another. The way to share the love is the simplest. When your eyes meet another, just smile. Chances are you may not get a smile back or the person may divert their eyes. If you identify with yourself and your brain, you may be upset. You may judge and grumble to yourself what a crappy person it is that they cannot smile back. If you identify with your true self, you will understand why. And they did not say hi or diverted their eyes to avoid the interaction. The next step is not to grumble, is to meet their eyes with that person in the future and say hi again with no expectations. You're giving the unconditional love that God gives to you and to all of us. If you want this world to be different, it starts with ourselves. 